Can you think back to where you were exactly at this time in 2022? This is an episode that is going to help you navigate change better. It's going to help you actually recognize and see how far you've come, even if you don't think you've come that far. Welcome to the Star Slimmer podcast, the show where we empower females through mindset and manifestation. My name is Isabel Prestia and I'm your host. Every Monday, I inspire you with an episode to show you how to attract your dream life. Make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. It's time to start somewhere together. Welcome to the podcast, guys. My name is Isabel Prestia. I'm your host. And in this episode, we're going to be talking all about the topic that we all love to hate, which is change. I think change can be good and can be bad. And it's really interesting because we, I mean, life essentially, like we're going to go straight in there and go really deep. So just bear with me for a moment. The reason why we are here is to go through the different motions of life. When things are going really amazing, that's going to end at one point. When things are going really horribly, that's also going to end at some point. So that is some really, I hope, comforting mind shifts that I just really want to like hit you with first and foremost before we jump into the whole entire content of this episode. Whether a lot or a little has changed for you since this time last year, the thing that we can really anchor in on is if your external world is still the same, perhaps your internal world is different. And so what I mean by this is your mindset, your habits, your routines, how you look at things, your perspective, your mindset towards things. It's so easy to, I mean, obviously compare ourselves to begin with, to be like, oh, I should be so-and-so here. I should be further along the path. And I'm kind of going to jump. And I actually, (laughs) I'm going to quote a TikTok for a second here. I watched this TikTok the other day and it really just like hit home for me. And this lady was like talking and she goes, we don't get a dress rehearsal in life. We don't get to read the script first and practice off stage and then come on and give our best performance. We are doing that right now. And we can put so much pressure on ourselves to be further along down our path. I know age is a huge thing. I know a lot of our listeners are in our 20s. And wow, is your 20s the most confusing, messy time? And I'm sure it continues to be and feel this way when you get to your 30s. But for context, I'm 26. And we always think we should be so much further down than where we are, especially the age that I'm in right now. I've got friends who are married, engaged, having kids, buying houses. I've got friends who are still at uni. I've got friends who are working part-time, who are working casual, I've got friends doing every single thing under the sun, which makes us feel like we should be doing all those things. Oh, you're focused on your career. You're not married yet with kids. Oh, oh, you're already settled down. It's like, tick, that's like a checkpoint done. It's just so fucking easy to compare. And it truthfully is the thief of our joy. And the quicker we can just so like abruptly close out that outside wealth, that outside noise of all the shoulds of, oh, so all my friends are buying houses. I should be doing the same. All my friends are getting engaged and having kids. I should be doing that too. 
You need to do what makes you happy. End of the day. And just really take a moment right now to sit and reflect of where you were this time last year in 2022. And now look at where you are right now. Are you proud of all that you've gone through? I can guarantee you that you are. And if you are not, you're not recognizing all the strength you have and all that you've put yourself through. Because we should always be the most proud of ourselves. I am so proud of myself. I know my friends are proud of me. I'm proud of my friends. But we should be the most proud of ourselves. Because we are the only people that we have in our life until we die. Like morbid, I know. But the point is, people come and go. Friendships come and go. Boyfriends and girlfriends, they come and go. Jobs come and go. Maybe you're really close with your family for a bit and then you're not. The point is, you are the person that you have by your side until the end of the earth. So make that relationship the best one you can. And you will never feel alone. And nobody can ever take that away from you because it's you right? It's you. And I had this really beautiful realization not long after I turned 26 in November of 2022. And I'd really just like reached this checkpoint in terms of my self-worth, my self-confidence. And I just got to this point where I was so fulfilled with the woman I am right now and continue to be and the person I am and how I hold myself and my confidence and my determination and my drive and all these qualities that I fucking love about myself. And I'm like, shit, yeah, nobody can take this away from me. This isn't based on validation. This isn't based on a connection. This isn't based on a friendship. My worth isn't put into somebody else or something else. I have my business, yes, but my business does not define me. I have beautiful friendships in my life. They do not define me. If I had a boyfriend in my life, he would still not define me because you define you. And when you can anchor in on that, like, holy shit, to the woman listening to this right now, it is so beyond powerful. I, I Words limit me for how much I want to express how powerful it is. Because by you recognizing your own power, that, my friend, that is when the whole entire game will change for you. And by game, I mean life. That is when everything in your life will start to shift in such a way that amazes you and that blows your mind and that just goes beyond your expectations, even if you have none. So that was a very, (laughs) I feel very um, full of energy. Obviously, you can tell from my voice right now. And it's so interesting as I've decided to record this episode because I mean, for context, I've been asking you guys to reflect on your life this time last year. It makes sense for me to be in the same boat as you guys. This time last year, I was in a completely different place, but yet somewhat still the same. And that used to really freak me out because we're told we shouldn't be in the same place, right? But what I realized is I had similar mindsets and similar mind shifts compared to this time last year, but I'm handling that so much better. So that is an example of my inner world. And I really find this time of year, so as I'm recording it, it's Feb 15th, and I was actually going through a few of my old journals yesterday, and I was finding all these entries from pretty much this time last year, and I feel like it must 
have something to do with like the astrology and whatever we're going through right now, although it's Aquarius season and yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling like super heavy change. I feel like that's more Scorpio, like water kind of vibes, but I guess we're heading into Pisces season, which is water. So the thing is, we live in a world where we have so many pathways we can choose where it's almost overwhelming. Like, you know, when you're at a restaurant and there's the menu there and there's like so many options and you go, I just don't know what to pick because we're dealt with too many. But if we have a more condensed menu, we're still a few good things, but we're not overwhelmed. It's so much easier to pick what we want. And I say this a lot, but the best way to become more decisive is to go on your very first instinct when you're choosing from a menu. How many of us go out and we say one thing and then the person next to us and our friend across the table and the the mum we're out with or whoever the person is, they say something and that strays, that skews what we want and then we become indecisive. So bear with me with this super random example. But the point is, this is how you can train yourself to be more decisive. And this, of course, is going to ripple out into every other area of your life. You're probably thinking like, okay, cool, Isabel, you're telling me to base this off picking from a menu. But the point is we're strengthening this muscle. So we go to the gym to strengthen our outer body, right? It's the same as our internal, our internal strength, our mindset, our discipline, our decisiveness, all these things. And I say this a lot. I'm going to say it again. Meditation is what helps me be so disciplined and committed and driven. I mean, it's a big part of my personality as well, but meditation helps to really strengthen that even more. And so start by going off your first thing. And like, that is your intuition. That's your gut instinct. For example, you're really craving Italian food, maybe pizza to be precise. And then you go out to the restaurant with your friends and one friend orders a pasta and one orders this and one orders a risotto. And you're like, shit, do I really want pizza now? Well, you did because that's what you said you wanted. But now you've been influenced by people around you. And yeah, there's nothing wrong with being influenced by people around you. But the point is we are training ourselves to be more decisive so we can better handle change. So I'm going to jump in and share four action points that have really helped me navigate change because whether you're new here or not, I've gone through many changes like a lot of us though in the past almost 24 months now since leaving my full-time marketing job, going out on my own, doing freelancing to get me by, starting my coaching business, launching an app, having this podcast Now I'm really transitioning into creating more passive income for myself. So I'm stepping away from one-to-one client calls. I'm focusing on my online programs and courses because my values are freedom, but also connection. So my work is so much based on connection, but really at the moment, a big theme and mood and focus and direction of my 2023 is freedom. And that for me involves, you know, not being tied down by literally any kind of commitment and really just like truthfully working on my own, on my own schedule, being able to travel when I want, whilst of course still sustaining myself and making a living off my passions, which are mindset and manifestation. So change essentially equals repetition in order for us to get used to it better. So this is really simple when it comes to starting a new habit. It's a repetition. We do it once We forget the second time, we forget the third time, and a week later we're like, shit, I was supposed to be doing that. It's because we haven't built up the repetition. But think about when we do create a habit and it's second nature to us. 
how many of us listening, maybe there's a, a certain order you always do these things, getting out of bed, making your bed, brushing your teeth, having a coffee. I'm sure there's some kind of order that you pretty much always follow. And that is just an example of repetition. That is an example of a habit. And so I'm showing like these real life examples, like getting out of bed and ordering from a menu to show how, I mean, what I just said, how real life these things are and how learning these concepts, we are already doing them without us realizing. But then once we can bring some intention to it, that is how you can empower and change your life. And that's the same with manifesting. You can believe in it or not, but you're still manifesting. But if you want to be more powerful, you become aware that you're doing it and then you do it with intention. So food for thought there. I know a lot of you guys are pretty much already really into the topics of manifestation. So yeah, no need to really elaborate on that. And so the first step that is really going to help you navigate change is to not be afraid of failure. If you set an expectation on yourself and you don't succeed it, you now have the information how to not go in that direction. So regardless of whether you got what it is or you didn't, you still took action. Like messy action is the most powerful thing to do to create change. If you're somebody who sits back and waits for it to be perfect, perfectionism is procrastination and procrastination is fear. So whether you realize it or not, yet again, we're coming back to that awareness piece. You are too fearful to do something based on whatever the fear is that you've internalized, most likely what people are going to think of you. But by you taking messy action and not giving two shits what people are going to be thinking of you doing the thing, what you're going to learn in that process, you cannot read about in a book, you cannot listen to in a podcast or listen to it on Audible. That type of experience, like, yeah, I can sit here and I can share with you all of my experiences and what's worked for me. I mean, that's what a lot of my coaching was all about. But at the same time, every single human being is so drastically different. There's no other Isabel out there. There's no other you out there. Therefore, the results are going to be so much different. So you are only going to learn whilst practicing, while putting it into play. And the way you can overcome this is to do your very best to not be afraid of failure. And just and the way you can do that is by shifting your mindset. You're not failing. You're just learning a way not to do it. I'm pretty sure there's like an Einstein quote, or don't quote me on this, some kind of like Einstein quote that was like it took him some ridiculous amount of tries or maybe Thomas Edison to get the light bulb. And it was like, well, he's now realized like a thousand and one ways that it's not going to work. So the same rule applies to this. The power of pivoting is beyond because think about we try one thing it doesn't work we give up we quit goodbye that's the end or you try one thing it doesn't work you don't give up you learn from what happened and you pivot consistency and momentum I mean consistency builds momentum right and somebody who has these two things they are always going to get to where it is they want to go. Because the thing is, so many of us, we, I mean, this isn't me, and I know this isn't a lot of our listeners as well, but we quit after the first go. But it's like when we can enrich our mindset in these tools and in these resources to 
continue forward, to remain consistent and to build momentum, you're going to figure out what works and what doesn't work. So I hope that really helped to, yeah, grasp your head around overcoming the fear of failure because, I mean, like what I do, if you told me I would be doing this three years ago, it would sound pretty damn scary and I just know I've gotten so much better at coping with being in the unknown and coping with fear and it's not like I really want to always be in an unknown but, you know, it's been not even 12 months of my entrepreneurship journey and it's been uh, the scariest roller coaster of my life, but I'm really coasting it. I'm doing the best I can because I have these tools and these resources and, you know, remaining calm and having like this centered, like within is what is really going to help you navigate it the best and having this discipline and this consistency. And, you know, I, I pivot all the time in my business when things don't go as I want to go. And like, that's the difference, right? So number one, don't be afraid of failure. Number two, don't ride the lows too hard. And so what I mean by this is to drop the attachment, drop the attachment of the good times and the bad times. This kind of follows as well to what I just shared. So you're allowed to celebrate even when you're told not to celebrate. So even when you don't get the result you want, celebrate the fact you now can cancel that way of doing it. And so the thing is dropping attachment. I mean, this is like applicable to every area of life, right? Like this can dripple into like your personal life when it comes to dating, for example, when it comes to applying for a job, when it comes to entering a competition, like whatever your example is, because by dropping the attachment, this comes back as well to what I was showing at the very start is that piece of validation. We're not putting our worth into it. And the way that really is going to help you drop attachment, like, oh my God, did I struggle so much with this? Like so, so much. It's taking the lows and the highs as what they are and that's it. And really it's holding that duality of life. And this was like my biggest life lesson of 2022. And I only learned it in November. So it took me 11 long rollercoaster months to learn this. And once I learned this, It just changed the game for me in a way that my mind could never even comprehend. And that is holding that duality of life. And what I mean by this is holding the highs and holding the lows. So example, when you're in a low point, a breakup, a job loss, something hasn't gone your way, someone's pissed you off, you've lost a friendship, insert any other shitty thing that happens to us in life. Hold those emotions and don't always feel the need to distract yourself. Don't always feel the need to, oh, I got I know a lot of us are like, well, we're all into self-growth, right? There's a time where you just sometimes don't need to go on your hot girl walk or meditate or journal or heal or pull tarot cards. Sometimes you just want to sit there and do an ugly cry and eat chocolate and chips and sit in bed and feel bad for yourself. And that needs to be normalized so much more. And then, and then comes the tools, the resources. You pick yourself up, you go for your walk, you clear your head, you journal, you get clear, you heal yourself. But there is so much fucking power in holding those low emotions and just being 
and just letting them sit there. Because, now hear me out here, if I heard this, this time last year, I'll be like, (laughs) no. But holding that, it shows the universe, it shows yourself what you're capable of in terms of not that you need to, you know, handle pain, but that you can hold the pain. And it, it's, it's all mindset work here, right? Yet again, it's intention. I know a lot of us, we do do this without realizing and we just sit there and feel sorry for ourselves and we go eat junk food and go on a spiral and then we're just like, oh, I don't want to leave the house. That's not what my point is here. My point is doing this with intention, allowing yourself to feel those emotions, but then of course knowing when to pick yourself up and that you should pick yourself up, right? And so it's like coming back to my point here, I really went through this. I mean, as I shared, it was November. So I was experiencing it like October, so the month before I realized this. And I was seeing somebody and we had just ended things. And I honestly had never felt that sad about any kind of breakup before, like ever. And it wasn't even a long thing, but I'm not, you know, devaluing how important it was like it was but the point is I'd never felt such emotions over a breakup before I'm like wow this is interesting and I was like there's no need for me to internalize it and to try and explain it and to be like oh well this is the lesson and blah 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 and I'm like you know what I'm actually just gonna sit and be sad for a bit and this sounds kind of sad but the point is oh my gosh what I learned from that experience was like second to none because I held those emotions and I really was just mourning something. And I was like, this is beautifully sad in a way. Like I really could recognize I had these really deep emotions and it ended. And it's like, those emotions don't just evaporate into the air. That's the same when anything upsets us. It doesn't just disappear like that. They're there. They have to flow through us. Emotions are energy and motion, which is why movement is fantastic for your mental health. So those emotions are sitting in you, right? And so I had prior, I had, I mean, I went to Europe. I was doing all the self-healing work that I know I'm amazing at, that I know I can do. But it's like, I just needed to sit there and allow that just to kind of flow through me. And I did. And I gave it the time. I gave it the space just to sit there and really process it and just recognize it for what it is and not give it a meaning, not frantically journal and go for a walk and try and, you know, put meaning to it essentially. I know I keep saying that. And when I eventually came out of this flow and like, like this is like the silver lining, like this is the piece here. It's that, it's that awareness. It's that, yeah, self-awareness and that intention to be able to be like, okay, not that enough is enough, but like, let's keep moving forward. And when I did do that, oh my God, guys. Now the reason I'm sharing this whole sad girl kind of story, I mean, it's not really, but still, is that the incredible highs in terms of like the joy, the excitement, the expansiveness, the fulfillment, the lushness, the flow, the happiness. I felt once I worked through that, holy shit. It was something I have, I'd never experienced that kind of like euphoric contentness in my life before. Big call, but it's true. And I'm like, I know it's because I was able to hold those low emotions. And this has just been such a profound, but also just such a powerful tool for me as I've, you know, progressed forward in 2023 and as we all continue to move forward. 
And to be so transparent with you guys, yesterday, yesterday, I was in a bit of a funk for a bit. And then I'm like, I know it's because I'm going to be experiencing such great highs after. But it's like, yet again, it's so easy. We don't want to internalize it and start to create that belief for us and be like, oh, if I'm sad now, it means I'm going to be super happy later. I mean, that's low-key message for myself, but it's really important to recognize our beliefs and our thoughts shape our reality. And like, I mean, this is such a good real life example. If you're single and, you know, it was Valentine's Day yesterday as I'm recording this and you're scrolling social media and your friends, your siblings, whatever, they've all got these Valentine's plans and whatever. And you're like, wow, I'm really sad and alone. I don't have anyone. If that's your belief or your thought, the universe is picking up on that and is being like, okay, cool. That's what she's thinking. Let's continue to reflect that into her reality. And so this can be applied in any example. If you're feeling really unstable about a certain area of your life and that is a continuous thought in your mind, the universe is picking up on that and it's going to continue to prove that true to you, which is why gratitude is the most powerful thing to exist in the world. I feel like I've said a lot of things are powerful in this episode, but your words, like think of the word spelling. It's a spell, like I'm going there with the witch reference here because it's true. And yet again, intention, 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 intention. When you do these types of practices with intention, they work in your favor and they are beyond powerful because we're all manifesting without us realizing it. We're all using words that are shaping our reality without us realizing it. A great example, we think of a yellow car and then we can't stop seeing yellow cars on the road. It's because Oh, I forgot the name of it in your brain, but it's like this certain kind of part in your brain. It's like it it actively is looking for those things in your reality to prove to yourself because your brain wants to keep you safe and also right, which is why we as humans don't thrive in change because our brain can't, you know, when we go back to caveman days, for example, whatever you believe in, our brain doesn't know the difference between being chased by a tiger about to get killed or receiving a risky text message from a guy we're dating. So it's like our brain just wants to keep us safe. So when we do step out and we're in our uncomfort zone and we don't know what's going on, we are going to internalize that like a bitch and we are going to get so many anxious thoughts and feelings and responses, which is where it's so crucial to have this mindset, to have these, this belief in, in yourself, this self-belief, right? It's how I shared at the start as well. You need to be so proud of yourself. I want you to think of something that you really want to do that you haven't done yet. Maybe it's something that's been on your list. I mean, most likely something that's been on your list of things to do for a long time. And for me, that was me going to Europe. I had a trip planned in 2018 with my ex-boyfriend. That got cancelled. I had a trip planned in 2019 to Europe. That got cancelled. I had a trip planned in 2020 to go to Europe. That got cancelled. When I finally had my trip planned to go in 2022 and I was going to go with a couple girlfriends, I was going to go with one girlfriend and then she was like, I can't go anymore. And then I found another girlfriend and I was going to go with her. And then she said the same thing. I'm like, you know what? I'm making this happen whether people come with me or not. Like this is personal. Like I have been wanting and dreaming to go to Europe since 2018, whatever I said. 
And so it was just such a personal thing for me to do. Like it was more than just live my best life in Europe for a few weeks. Like it was like such an important, I'm going to use the word again, powerful experience for me. And it just became so personal. I feel like I just keep saying that. But it was so important to me and it meant so much more than that. And when I had finally made it happen, I can't share with you how many times I (laughs) would cry tears of joy. Go back and listen to, after this episode, listen to my two-part series on Europe. It was on my Europe, um, my Europe travels. It was just more to me than just a holiday. And when I was really telling people about, they're like, wow, (laughs) I had no idea. I create a lot of depth and meaning to things. But the point is when we can really anchor in and be like that, that's out of our uncomfort zone. Like that's out of our comfort zone. That was change. That was terrifying for me to fly myself to Europe by by myself, fly myself by myself, get myself through all the airports, get myself everywhere. Like that was fucking terrifying. It was out of my comfort zone. But the best thing is I showed up for myself. I proved to myself what was possible. I mean, I had no one else to fall back on. And that's an example of change. That's an example of your brain wants to keep you safe. So it's going to have your back. It's going to look out for you. Number three, don't allow people to drain your energy. A really simple way you can start with this is maybe once you've seen, maybe you have a few people in mind or one person or whatever it may be that you're like, "Mm, I think they drain me. Once you've seen them, just check in with yourself. How do you feel? Do you feel drained? There's your answer. It is so important to recognize that and to like, this is like really interesting what I'm about to share. And I've really like, I honestly kind of only realized this, I want to say yesterday. So it's like, I talk a lot on magnetism energy, on really creating this magnetic energy. And the way we get to this state is by being mindful on who we give our energy to. And yes, a big part is being aware of who drains us and who doesn't and staying close to those people. But at the same time, it's a combination of don't just talk the talk, but walk the walk. Don't just say you're going to do these things and don't do them because it's some kind of like energy piece as well by you of saying, yeah, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, then nothing happens. Instead, do the thing and let the thing speak for itself. Of course, you can still share people your plans. That's not my point here. But it's like, I'm, I'll probably go deeper in this in a whole episode on magnetic energy, but this kind of just really, yeah, complements my realization yesterday and this point as well of people not draining your energy because you need to be so mindful and so selective with who you let into your life. And this involves telling people your plans, right? Like when we're hanging out with friends or whatever, we're most likely, oh, I want to do this and how's work going and blah, blah, blah. You know, we're catching them up on our life. We're catching them up on what it is we want to do in our life. And so being mindful on if these people drain you, do these people celebrate you? Do they want to see you win? And it's really important. And I really realized this when I just started my business around this time last year. And I I speak to a lot of my friends about this as well. It's like, you're allowed to have certain friends in certain places of your life. So I've got a whole group of girlfriends who are all business owners and I 
we pretty much all talk about business together. We do talk about life and, you know, we send star signs and girly stuff, clothes, coffee, just the huge. But at the same time, I know I can go to them about business stuff, but my friends who aren't in business, I'm most likely not going to talk to them about business because they don't get it. And people are going to give advice based on wherever they're at in their life. And I always say, don't listen to advice from people unless they're in a position that you want to be in. And that may sound hard or not, I'm not too sure, but I'm really mindful of that. And I'm really mindful if I'm, you know, for example, with my family, if I'm talking to my mom about my business and, you know, she's not in the space, she doesn't get it. She gives her two cents and I'm like, I'm not going to internalize that. And, you know, she's coming from a place like we give advice based on our perceptions in life. So if you want relationship advice, maybe go to somebody who is in a really beautiful relationship if that's where you want to be. Maybe if you're recently single and you need advice on that, you speak to somebody who is a really empowered single person who is really comfortable with their own time. So it's like pick who you share things with which also, you know, this is all to do with like people draining your energy. It's pick who you share things with and pick who you listen to because I don't know about you guys, but I really take a lot of what my friends tell me to my heart. Like I really listen to them and, you know, if I'm in a low spot and I'm talking to them and they give me advice, like I really fucking listen to that. So it's like be really mindful and like that can, you know, be a good and also a bad thing, but it's really taught me just to be super mindful with who I share what with, when. And number four, this compliments as well really nicely. They all flowed very nicely, actually. Is as simple as distancing yourself from duds. In whatever context this means to you, maybe this is in a dating sense, maybe this is friendships, maybe it's whatever else your scenario is. It can get lonely. It will get lonely. It can feel uncomfortable. But just know it's essential for your growth because when we are stepping into our higher self, sometimes, I mean, not sometimes, when we're stepping into our higher self, it's so normal for people in our life to drift away. They're most likely not destined to be in your life when you are your highest version self, which like is sad, but at the same time, the right people will stay and Actually, I was journaling yesterday morning and the thing that really came out to me was really take note at who continues to stay in your life and who continues to show up and what are those connections, what are those friendships, what are those people in your life because it's so important to have a circle around you that is cheering you on no matter what. And when you are in those sticky situations and, you know, maybe you're changing paths or you're going through change, like it's normal for people to fade away, right? But when we can find the people that are going to support us and empower us to continue moving forward, those are the friendships you need to hold with your two hands and just give them so much love. And I was chatting to a really close friend of mine just the other day. She's like, I'm no longer chasing friendships. If somebody is too hard to, you know, communicate with, to you know configure our lives with then so be it because I think it's really powerful when a friendship can you know withstand that and friendships do take work right like I was listening to a podcast this morning 
um, all on relationships. And it was like, it's a decision to water it essentially. And it's so much the same with our friendships. It's a decision to nurture that and to continue to see it thrive. And I think it's really powerful when friendships can withstand that and you can go through periods, maybe you're both on different timelines or schedules, whatever the reason may be, but you know they're still there for you no matter what. And I just think that's a really, I mean, this is like for me anyway, I think that's a really important type of friendship to create in your life and to find those people that are going to help you get to that next level. They're going to help you get into alignment. And people that are no longer around you, that's okay, right? It's it's a part of life. What was my first point? Like, don't hold on to the highs. No, sorry, the second point. Don't hold on to the highs or the lows too much. So I'm going to leave it there. I lastly actually want to shout out, nothing changes if nothing changes. Change is 1000% inevitable in life, especially if you're somebody like I know a lot of our listeners are into self-growth, into self-development. You can't change the past, but you can change the future. You can change the future by your habits, by your mindset, by your routines that you create right now. And if this episode sparks something for you and you're needing someone to chat to, slide into my DMs, guys. I adore speaking to all of you. It's really, it's exciting. It's so cool to know exactly who listens to the podcast because it's not like you can see, you know, who views your stories like Instagram or that kind of thing. So don't be shy. Feel free to DM me. I would love to chat with you further. And as well, if you're wanting more, if you're wanting something more, feel free to join our private Facebook group. It's called the Start Somewhere Society. It's a place for women to level up emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. My three favorite things. Jump in this community, connect with other like-minded women. It's so cool to see everyone all come together. But on that note, I'm going to leave it here. A new episode goes up on the podcast on Mondays. I appreciate your continuous support. And if you got to the very end of this right now and you're listening, I would love it so, so much if you could please leave a rating and review on whichever podcast platform you love to tune into. Wow, I'll stumble my words there. Um, It helps the podcast so much. It helps boost the algorithm and it helps my messaging reach even more empowered women just like yourself.